Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. How, how would you like this? Oh my God. How would you like that at five? Is, it, what, at is that your dog? What that is, that? is my boyfriend. Welcome to Sex Talk with My Mom. I'm Cam Poder. And I'm Karen Lee Poder. And this is the ultimate podcast about the birds and the bees with a sex expert cougar mother. And her stand-up comic son. Cam, you, I, do you always forget my name? Or do you choose, you selectively choose not to use that one word? I just, I just don't know. Did you hear a meow? I heard a meow just now. Guys, we're back in action after a brief hiatus. We're back. From outer space, just turn around now. Get that look off on your face. I skipped hey, like three lines. Mother, this is without caffeine. Okay, we're back. You know, we we took off a few weeks, really, to find ourselves. And no, I, it was really because you were in clown college and you graduated. I like that you call it college. Yes, it is you, college. You graduated from, you upgraded from school to college. Yes. I was in a, a very intense clown school, so intense that I actually started losing my vision. <laughs> The vision has returned, and I have graduated. Why do you laugh when I say that I, I who, lost vision? Who could possibly lose their vision? I did. Okay. You saw I did. I was yeah. very concerned about going to optometrists, ophthalmologists. It was... Uh, yeah. It was, a, it was quite it was, a debacle. It was a nightmare. Since then, you I've all, gotten, a lot of other physical ailments happened. Oh, yeah. I got jock itch. I had, I had a, oh, a thing God. on my tongue that had to be replaced. I you got should, moles removed. You, you, I went to a general <laughs> practitioner. I, I've seen... I've seen five doctors in the past month, I think. If you guys are wondering what what Woody Allen was like when he was 28 years old. If you guys are wondering why our insurance premiums are so high. (laughs) It's because Cam is... It's because of overusers like myself. At Kaiser Permanente, which you want to give give a little plug for Kaiser. I wish they were our sponsor because I love Kaiser Permanente (laughs) more than anyone could possibly imagine. It really is a remarkable service. Anyway, we're we're back. We're back. And I, I think we, we've come back with a with a Vengeance. A vengeance. We we have a better idea of where we want to take this podcast. Yes, we do. As you know from our last episode, that the reason we took the podcast was because I have developed as a human being. Yes. <laughs> the the ba- fuck is so funny about that? I developed as a human being? Yes. Okay. You should always grow. I and I've right. grown, and He's so grown. since the beginning like that, of the podcast, like that orchid in the back there that I found in the dumpster—that's a lovely little thing. See, about, you might have been in clown class, but I have become an, an artist in dumpster diving in my building. This is what you want to talk about right now. Okay, I'm not, I digress. You'll go. Well, all right, give him a brief ex- well, explanation. Well, basically, every time I'd go in my garbage, I'd find like these great treasures. I found a table. I found an orchid. So I just thought to myself, hmm, if I'm finding it on my floor, I bet you it's going on in every floor, especially the ones that are very expensive. I just want to let you know that our listeners think that you're actually going into dumpsters and finding orchids. <laughs> no, no, just the trash rooms. Which is actually quite a poetic uh, okay. image. Anyway, it, there, so these are it, rooms <laughs> where people put their trash and and people aren't good at disposing hey, things here, so you end up stealing them. I like to call it being very green. 
Yes. <laughs> it's very green. Okay. It's, it's anyway, called sustainable living. This. The, can we just do the episode? Okay. We haven't even come we close. We have so many great things to talk about this episode. No, no, no. We were just explaining why we're doing why we're back and what our new plan is. Okay. So we went off the grid because Cam was overwhelmed and had a lot of physical ailments. Okay. <laughs> I think we were not on the same page as to why we took the hiatus. Okay. I We took the hiatus because when we started the podcast two years ago. It was two years I, already? Yes. Two years ago. 69 episodes. I think it over 85 episodes. Where did you come up with 69? What the fuck? Are you kidding me? I thought it was 69. No, it was not 69. I was like, how perfect is that? 69. No, you, you just have a dirty mind okay. and you just came up with 69. I thought I could have sworn you said it was 69. No, it, no. At one point it was 69. Yeah, at one point we had a 69th episode <laughs> and we, we passed that 25 episodes ago. Okay, well, let's let's move on. Okay. <laughs> okay so anyway we took the hiatus because I, I i felt like i was playing a caricature a dishonest caricature of myself that i was completely neurotic and lost and just uh, what is this that was me going that was a dishonest portrayal i've i, I was, grew since then you grew yes i've grown yes you have and i've had many relationships yeah one particular one okay and I, I I no longer think I'm no longer coming to you for advice. I don't give a shit about your advice anymore. <gasps> yes, I, that's true, mother. I've I've graduated. I'm no longer the you mama's boy who is coming to All his right. mother for sex Let advice. Let me bring up one thing. Yeah, what were you freaking out about just two days ago when it came to your glasses? What? You called me up on an hourly basis. Should I get the glasses? I don't know if I should get the glasses. That has nothing to do with my sex life. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. With regard to my sex, so my my corporeal anxiety still exists. I'm working on it. But my my anxiety related to my 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 sex life and relationships is actually it's minimized. It's been it's doing much better, and I'm creating a boundary between you and I, so that I don't rely on you for that. Setting that line. I'm setting the fucking line, mom. Because I don't, I don't want to depend on you for that advice. You However, here's what I'll say: in reflecting on this for several weeks, I realized we do have something special here. Aww. Okay, relax. We 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 could to both talk about sex and relationships as experts, as experts, as experts from from two very different perspectives. Yes, that is true. You are old, <laughs> older than me. Okay, a self-proclaimed cougar. You you tend to uh, promote. The cougar a, lifestyle? A cougar lifestyle and a very active sex life. What? Do you? Do I promote an active sex life? An, an active one. What? What are you trying to say? Do you promote... You've pushed me a lot to have a lot of sex. I think you should, especially in your 20s. Okay, so and in, in if you ask me, I have a very different perspective that I've, I've become very uh, comfortable with. Okay. Over the past two years, mm-hmm. and and it, that's why it started getting so upsetting to me because I was going to you like man. you're the fucking guru, and you're not the goddamn you're not my guru, but you might. We'll, we'll, here's here's my <laughs> mission with this whole thing. <laughs> if you guys have questions, we're intending to make a portion of the show a question and answer, so we yeah. will both give you our perspectives. Yes. So although to- Cam is no longer my protege. You guys can be my protégés. No one wants to be. I mean, maybe someone wants to be. A lot I, of you I, do. I, th- I think the best we could offer is just our opinion of, yes. with regard to your sex life. Just so and you then, know, none, neither of us have doctor, doctorate 
doctoral degrees. Well, I actually do have a doctoral degree in from clowning. A, yes. Okay. <laughs> I was given a a certificate and a couple weeks ago. A young, in honor of your ago. certificate, uh, I thought I'd I'd give you. Why do you have to? Do I just this? thought that I'd. No, no one listening to the podcast can right, see the just visual so you right know, now. But I have pet cock Willie here. My mother has a cock a golden, sitting on her desk. A it's golden a golden one. cock with a bow tie and googly green eyes. Googly eyes. Okay, the reason I was going to give this to you is this is a clown. This is a clown trophy. Thank you, mother. I don't want your fucking cock. <laughs> okay. Does, doesn't everybody talk about like these kind of things with their mother? Today's episode <laughs> is going to involve two topics of discussion. Oh, God, yes. One is about an issue that my mother has been having. Mother? Yes, I've been having an issue. It's called sleep deprivation. <laughs> and why is that? Well, I, I think in order for a truth... And it, a picture is worth a thousand words, but a better than a picture is a sound when you're on a podcast. So it's, a sound effect is a better than a thousand words. And here we go. Yeah. Are you listening? Oh, my God. <laughs> Okay, I've had enough. I've had enough of that. How? How would you like this? Oh my! God. How would you like that at five? Is that, what is that? Your dog? What that is that? Is my boyfriend at five thirty in the morning snoring like a goddamn freight train? It was. I don't even think a freight train. That's not even doing it justice. Okay, so that's going to be the first part of this episode discussing my mother's sleep uh, disorder lactic, due lactic, yeah sleep, sleep disorder. disorder due to her snoring boyfriend. Yeah, and then my little contribution is uh, reuniting with an ex girlfriend. Reuniting and, and it just feels hopefully we can so get into good. the question about. But you didn't reunite; you just remet. We reunited. Is, I hear someone snoring again. Is that, that's, that's the, the dog. fucking dog? Oh. So even... so maybe if you added that noise to the other noise, you would understand what it's like to be in the room. I have stereo snoring. Okay. Well. Okay. The second point is that we're going to discuss if you should be friends with an ex, and uh, we'll bring in some some other podcasters to uh, discuss that. Yes. So let's start with this discussion. Okay. You're having a sleep issue. Yes. What's going on, Mom? Well, your brother came in town. Okay. And that meant that I had to see a lot of times we will go into separate bedrooms at night. And you, and I've you, done some you research. And your boyfriend. Yes, and I've done some research because it doesn't have any reflection on how much someone loves the other person. And uh, I would like to go to, I'm going to go to the... Yeah, here it is. Well, before you get to that, I'm, I'm going to go to a... Uh, oh, here we go. I Googled if anybody else was having these issues. Watching my mother use technology <laughs> is one of the funniest things. Her phone has more apps than... <laughs> They're all than, open. Than, I didn't even know they had this many in the app store. <laughs> okay, so here are the top... This is a 4 million... 680,000 results, okay? When you Google what? When I Googled sleeping with a snoring person. Sleeping with a snoring person? No, you wrote sleeping in separate beds due to snorer. All right, I spelled snoring wrong. Okay, so the first thing that came up was how making your husband sleep in a snore room can save your marriage. Bingo. Second, (laughs) happily united in separate rooms. Why my husband and I slept sleep apart? Yes. Bingo again. And third, sawing logs, seven ways to get more sleep with a snorer. Okay, so so we did research this, and I don't know if some Wait, of our listeners... one other one. Okay. Every couple is sleeping in separate rooms, and none of them are admitting it. So <laughs> apparently, this is not 
Uh, this is not that uncommon that people have difficulty sleeping with snoring people. I have trouble sleeping with anyone, whether they're snoring, breathing, or whatever. <laughs> well, sometimes. Okay, well, I'm not going to. Here's I'm, my number one. What? First of all, we're going to go through a list of, of tips that we looked up on and, and how I, do you and deal I, with this sn- can, sleeping issue. I'm pretty much guaranteeing that I have dealt with all these, but let's go on. What are they? Well, I would first offer my own, which is have you tried magnesium? For myself? Yeah, you swallow yes. some magnesium. The magnesium does not do the trick when you heard the sound. Shall I play it again for you? <laughs> no, I think we got <laughs> Let me ask you if magnesium would have helped that sound that you heard Okay, before. so magnesium is not going to keep you asleep. Magnesium. But for the record, for our, for our listeners, I've, I... Uh, Garden of Life. Love magnesium. Yes, magnesium is... A, a, you take a teaspoon it, it of it. It just gives you a deeper bed. sleep. Anyway... Yeah. But it's, it, it's, you can be in a deep sleep, but it's even that much more horrifying when... You're, you're awoken... <laughs> When you're a, 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 okay, so so uh, method number one. Yes. What is method number one? And let me and know. wiki how this is how to sleep with, when someone is snoring. Number the method. The first method is blocking the noise. Okay, and how do have they, you tried to do that? Yeah, I have definitely tried to do that. Have and you used earplugs? I have not only used earplugs. I have three or four different kinds, and I researched which kinds are the best. And the earplugs do not block out the snoring. Okay. Okay. So that they do block out my ability to hear my alarm. I, I and tried they still to... <laughs> don't block out the snore. <laughs> okay. Number two. Number two. Find a source of white noise. So I have. I found an app at which we were just talking about. What's um, it called? It's called White Noise. Oh, good. Very original. <laughs> okay. And it has different. Uh, it's actually an awesome little little. Here's an, here's, here's an example of my white noise. Okay. Why the fuck would okay. you want to sleep with that? Okay. So you can imagine what it's like hearing this and that snoring noise at the same time and attempting to get any sleep at all. This does not work either. And neither does this. When you Oh, my God. Well, yeah, well, you want to even sleep things. in a goddamn electrical room? <laughs> neither of these things this are very... This is insane. This is, these are not very well, comfortable. Someone made this app and said, you know what? Yeah. I think someone's going to be able to sleep well with this. Yeah, well, you don't hear the snoring. I've, all my white noise has always been like raindrops. Yeah, or this is not raindrop. Rainforest. Okay. No, this is this is a this is a nightmare. I can't even turn it off, mom. Mom, how do I turn it off? All right. Jesus Christ. Okay. Okay. So that's <laughs> so I tried that's the, not going to work for anyone. I tried the white noise. I don't next. care if you got someone sleeping in the room or not. That's not going to keep you asleep. Can you imagine trying to sleep? And he was still snoring over that. Okay. So method number three: listen to music on your headphones. I did that yesterday. I literally almost strangled myself. With the headphones? Yes. And <laughs> just because so, the cord could easily have wrapped around my neck. And what's hap- what happens is that I ended up putting on music. And I liked the music a lot, even though I still heard the snoring. And I started getting into the playlist. And then I was making playlists of the music I found and trying to remember who, which artist. This is at 530 in the morning. This is not helping. So then I went to sleeping music for babies. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, that did not block out anything at all. What but were you listening to? It was a little, little, uh, you know, instrumentals. <laughs> yeah, a little rockabye baby, <laughs> all that. <laughs> wasn't working. Next. I like that one. Okay, it wasn't working, though. I would listen to that tonight. Didn't... Okay, method two, dealing with sleep interruptions. Yeah, I tried that. I, so uh, now they recommend cope effectively when snoring wakes you. Yes, I've tried that. What One thing I did try doing is putting a pillow over his head. <laughs> If you're what? <laughs> and I tried. Did you really? Yeah. You tried putting a pillow on your well, first boyfriend's I, head. First, I pushed the pillow towards him, thinking that would help, but that did not help because he just went ahead and slept with it anyway. 
and then I put the pillow on top of him. He didn't suffocate, and he didn't at one point got annoyed and threw the pillow on the floor. <laughs> I can't believe you're suffocating your boyfriend. <laughs> no, I was trying to get a good night's sleep. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was called coping effectively with snoring. Wakes you. I was no. Coping. Here's what they recommend: if you are woken up by snoring in the middle of the night, do not panic. Getting frustrated will make it harder to sleep. Instead, engage in some relaxing behaviors that will help you not off again. I it's, did. That was relaxing for me to stick a pillow over his head. <laughs> Uh, all right, moving on. By the way, I just want to take another moment to, to discuss that the, the dog is snoring so fucking loudly right now. Thank you. And I have him on one side of me, <laughs> and the other one is snoring on the floor. It, it's really uh, little Gus Gus. He's not any quiet one either. That's another dog. Okay, change how you think about the sound. Have you tried that? Yes, I tried it thinking to myself that it was very, very um, soothing. <laughs> and and then, and then reality set in. <laughs> I want to ask if you could find, <laughs> possibly find this. <laughs> okay, this is not the right one. You, you have multiple this, recordings this is, this is the, on on your phone of your boyfriend that not, snoring. That was not the, the snoring. That was so. Right, here we go. All right, how can this possibly be soothing? How can that be soothing? What? It makes me want to sneeze. All right. All right. I don't want to do hear make, that anymore. How do they suggest that this could be... How can that be... I don't want to hear that awake or asleep. That, that is not soothing. All right, so you can't change the way that you view the sound. How about you consider moving to a different room? There you go. Bingo. Now, here's what I, why we brought the subject up, because I had your brother in town. Yeah. And he eliminated the second room. So so he was leaving the second room. But so, so most nights, the boyfriend sleeps in the second room. After, you know, we watch TV, we cuddle, we kiss, and then he goes into his room, and it's very lovely. I don't need to know what's going on before <laughs> he goes into his room. <laughs> All right. I saw you censoring, too. I don't want to I go there. All right, but the, you get my gist. The gist is that when need be, there's a, some other place to go to. But your brother and another guy that was staying at our place. What is it, a halfway house? Yeah, this, it, it seems like when you move to a sunny place like Los Angeles, people feel the need to come and stay with you. Half, I, I think I used the wrong word, halfway, halfway house. house. Yeah. I, I've, I've, it's a safe I, house. It's a safe house. Yeah. I don't know. Halfway house is where, you, although you're, you never know who's I do, staying here. I do want to mention the fact that I ran out of linens and your brother slept on a tablecloth. What? <laughs> he slept on a tablecloth. I didn't have any more sheets. I thought that was very creative of me to come up with a tablecloth. That's very nice of you to treat my brother without yeah. such hospitality. And I'm also thinking, and a, and a beach towel. Why the fuck didn't he sleep at my place? Oh, I don't know. You you were leaving for the night or something. You no, were no, leaving. You I, had an early morning appointment. No, no. I don't know. Maybe he likes sleeping on tablecloths. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. So basically, all right. So the point we're being, at the point of the show where no one gives a fuck anymore about your partner snoring. But the but the key takeaway is, is that 
It's okay not to sleep in the same bed. It does not mean you don't love each other. It just means that you want a good night's sleep. I love the idea of not sleeping in the same bed. You know, I read somewhere that people used to not sleep in the same beds. And then because of the Industrial Revolution and there fewer sleeping areas and economies tanking or whatever it was, everybody started sleeping in smaller apartment units and you had to sleep in the same bed. So that's how sleeping in the same bed even occurred. Like my grandparents, I would walk in their be- the bedroom and I started laughing because they had two separate, two little twin beds. It was very cute. But that wouldn't have s- satisfied you. No, because you still got the snoring issue. So you need yeah, a completely yeah. separate room. You need, a, as far as I'm concerned, you might need a separate house. All right, <laughs> separate living. Let, let us living move quarters. on. Let us move on to. Um, Let's move on the to te- you. Second topic of conversation, uh, which came up today. Um, because I got together with a, an ex-girlfriend, uh, my most recent ex-girlfriend, mm-hmm. after not having seen her for a month. Mm-hmm. And um, now, how was it? Mixed emotions. Mixed emotions. A mixed bag. Mixed emotions. Mm. Um, you know, it's very challenging. Yeah, well, I imagine it would be because, you know, you hadn't talked to her in a long time. Yeah, a month is not that long. Well, the reason is, you didn't talk to her was it, it, no, you, didn't, no, you needed. No, I'm saying you, you need no, a break. You need a break, right? You need to get. You got to keep a little distance after. A she was out of town. Okay, but I'm saying it worked out perfectly because sometimes it's better to have a clean break and then you can reevaluate and then figure out a way to be friends. Well, we had a clean break and then we saw each other again today. And I, I, I stood, stand by us breaking up, but it is still very challenging because I have very strong feelings for her still. Well, how can you not? And I was the one to initiate the breakup, right. which, which which makes it a little. I mean, it, they both both sides are not fun to be right. a part of. But you know, it's a very weird experience. You're sitting there. It's a mature experience. You're sitting there, and I'm, you know, I'm looking at her. I'm like, oh, I'm so attracted to you, and yet, hmm. I, 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 you know, I, it's I, not I know a good thing. Ultimately, this is not. A good thing, at least at this point. Right. At least at this point, for sure. Not Do you that. think you could ever go to having just a sexual relationship with her? You know, I want to. I, like I, I want to talk to you about this. FOB. Yeah, FOB my ass. Listen to this. <laughs> I've been thinking a lot about this recently, I, and I, I want to introduce the term. Fuck buddy. In a an emotional, emotionally integrated sex life. My friend and I were just discussing this. An emotionally integrated sex life is one in which your emotions are tied with your sex. Right, right. As opposed to like a, a porn star. Oh, yeah, where you're, yeah, you're obviously where you're not... completely untied to the sex. And, you know, some people don't have emotionally integrated sex lives. I, be, I would say there are quite a few people that do not have emotionally integrated sex because lives. they're fantasy. I, I, I mean, it goes back to our first episode yeah. about fantasy. Yeah, and it, whether it's okay to have fantasy for me, it never made sense. This is this was the big thing. Like, in, I would, I, I, I never felt like I f- could relate to my friends uh, who were like, "Oh my god, go that on, girl's get some. Yeah. yeah, that girl's so hot. Go, go, fuck her." It just didn't, it didn't work with me because mm-hmm. I was like. I, I I don't know. I don't have the same drive. I could acknowledge she's very attractive. Well, but wait until, a second. You had one night stands, though. I had one night stands. Of course, I could have sex. I could have sex with anyone. No, I, but I'm saying that you had you tried it. It's not like you didn't. You didn't <coughs> I did pr- try you it. Did try it. I did try it. It's just the lead. You, of course, the what, fact that you got your balls broken did not help. That did not help. Yeah. But here's what I will say: like it is crazy to me that everyone ignores. Of course, I want to have sex. Of course, you do. 
Of course. <laughs> it's very fun and pleasurable. Okay. Of course. I want to have... I'll go back to the cake. I love chocolate cake. I'll have it all the goddamn time if I could. But leading... I know afterwards... There's a fucking feeling in my stomach if I eat a whole chocolate cake that I feel like, oh, God, my stomach kills me. I'm going to be up all night. Tomorrow I'm going to feel like shit, my ass. So the, it's not the act itself that bothers you. It's the consequences after the act that bother you. And for sex, the consequences before as well because usually it's a situation where you have to convince the other person or at least put on this facade that you guys are much closer than you actually are. Why? I mean, unless you're with someone who's totally cool, cool, not necessarily cool. You know, that's a cool, value judgment. Cool with it. I cool meant. with yeah. it. If, if the person is like, yeah, you know what? I don't know you that well, but right. I want to get my fucking junk wet, and you want to get your junk wet. Why don't we get to junk, junk each other's junk wet? Speaking of junk wet, what? You know about my jockage? Yes. I have jockage. What do you want? <laughs> okay. I don't the know. fuck? You, that did not need to come up. We forgot to mention that in your list of ailments. I did. It oh. was a fir- the second oh. one that I mentioned. Okay. All right, let's go back. So, by the, anyway. by the way, if you have jock itch, <laughs> there's not a very quick solution to it. How did you get the jock itch? I was in clown school. Oh, I was well, running right. around like a goddamn clown the whole goddamn time. And what happens is you you end up getting some fungus. And oh, jeez. Next thing you know, you got jock itch. You got a All big rash on your balls. All the girls thinking that would be a great guy to be FOB with just went out the window. No, I, it doesn't matter. So the point I was trying to make is that you got to pretend like you're like you're much closer most of the time, or justify not being that close, and then you go. It's all this whole fucking rigmarole for just thirty seconds, or okay, however long, however long. I we got that. Be, I thought we had that whole thing resolved. Yeah, okay, could be say up to twenty, 20 seconds. minutes. Twenty minutes. Twenty minutes in the grand scheme with the whole night, and then the following day you got to. You pretend like oh, I think you're it, gonna eat. it's an understanding, though. I'm reading this book right now, Janet Harding. I don't. Is it Harding? Yeah, something like that. That's um, great. The Ethical Slut, yeah, recommended by Nina Harley, of course. Okay. And Nina, I mean, in that book, The Ethical Slut, Janet Harding. Yes. It's basically about the ability to be polyamorous and and to be able to have sex with different people at different times in your life without having the emotional connection maybe that I guess I shouldn't even say that you could be emotionally connected just for that 20 minutes or in your case, 20 seconds of time period and not have repercussions. There are repercussions. I would, I would argue people. No, I would argue that even in that situation, even in that situation, there are repercussions. I think that it can have a deleterious effect on your capacity to have emotionally integrated sex. I think by having, I believe that by having sex without emotion, you're you are practicing and, and create. I mean, sure, once in a while is fine, but oh. if you keep doing it over and over and over again, you're going to end up. I'm talking. I mean, most why, of my friends why, are why, just why? on Tinder. They go, they go, they go, fuck someone, and then the next night they'll go fuck someone else, and they go. So eventually, are you they're just will, will, ready to get off on whatever fucking adventure they can get on. And when you're in a fucking committed relationship, it's going to become much harder for that one person to satisfy you. That Coolidge effect sets in much Not quicker. Not necessarily. Yes, necessarily. Not necessarily. Why? Because that connection that you have when you're with someone special, that can get deeper and deeper, and you can do all kinds of things that you couldn't do on a one night stand. So it's not necessarily that it would be a uh, a similar connection. Even it could be a completely different sexual experience. That's fair. That's fair. For me, so, I'm not that interested in that right, right. now. I mean, I'm Mainly, not saying and it might be because of my jock itch. It could be it the could, jock itch, but it's at certain <clears throat> times in your life. You might be more interested 
interested in exploring your sexuality in different ways that are unconventional if you're not with a person and that's okay. And then you might have an intense, intense, like we talked to this, what was that guy's name? That was just here. Buddha. 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 And he was able to have lots of different sexual for me, men, for women, me, whatever. It didn't me matter. Right now, it doesn't. It doesn't work that well. That's fine. And and for me, it wouldn't work right now either. Okay, so that's all we can talk about. But we it could started say to sound like this is a little bit of you giving me advice, which I no, you know how I not feel about at all. This. No, I'm saying to you that I don't think you should yuck anybody's yum. I'm not yucking yum, but I'm not making a value judgment either on whether you should an emotionally integrated sex life is better than the rest. I just know that for me. That is, that is what I need right now. You, you it might need, it might be what, be what you need the rest of your life, and that's cool. Okay, that's fine, because that's how everyone has different needs and different. And, you know, some people don't have sex at all. And that's and they're fine with that too. It it all depends on what. Like one one of my friends said to me, you know, you talk a lot about sex, Karen. You know, like yeah, yeah. She goes, do you think it's okay? Like you know, my my husband and I only have sex like once a month. I'm like, yeah. If that's good for both of you guys, that's fine. What's wrong with it? It depends on the, the relationship. So, it depends on if, yeah. if you're satisfied with the relationship, then there's nothing to work on. If you have one great, phenomenal, quality <coughs> sex experience once a month, who gives a shit? Okay, so let's get back to the original question then. Which, which is? is, should you be friends with an ex? And, and the reason that this is especially pertinent and, and it's come up not only today for me, but I just happened upon this... Uh, uh, Dan Dan Savage's Lovecast. If you haven't if you haven't checked out the Savage Lovecast, wonderful podcast. He's he, been this a, is how five hundredth episode. This is how he starts this episode. Listen to this. You all know how I love me some science. How I love me some empiricism, some data. So it was with some shock and alarm that I read headlines all over the web last week, advising people to run from anyone who is friends with an ex. It was on Esquire, it was on L. it was in The Guardian, Vice, BBC, everywhere. Run! If you're with somebody, if you're dating someone, and he or she, but mostly he, is friends with an ex, run. That person is a dangerous psychopath. Now, this contradicts advice that I've given routinely, that when you are with somebody, you're dating somebody, and they're on good-slash-friendly terms with an ex, not creepily close, not still fucking the ex, not spending all of their time with the ex, not dumping loads in you and then cuddling on the sofa and watching Game of Thrones with the ex, but on good-friendly terms with the ex. So this is a good sign. Most of the people that we date over the course of our lives are going to be exes because you date a lot of people. Some of us marry a lot of people, Donald Trump, and you end up with, if you're lucky, one person. For the long haul. So we have a lot of exes. Be good if we could be nice and decent to our exes and on good terms with them. Okay, so he goes on to say that basically he looked into the study and the reporters had it all wrong. Mm-hmm. It is, the study suggested it's totally fine to be friends with an ex and it's even nice because you can maintain I, the relationship. And I think it shows a lot of maturity and it shows a lot of ability to connect with people. How do you then... And I think we talked about this with Buddha too. How do you have a very intense relationship with someone and then break it off? And then it's, it's like losing a part of yourself, even if it's a very long-term intense relationship. And it's a, here's, here's what it is. It's a very, it's very, it, it creates a lot of cognitive dissonance Two two truthful thoughts that occur at the same time. Right. That are, are in, that, that don't go together. That they, they stand against each other. To feel that on the one hand, you don't belong with this person, and on the other hand, 
you love this person. And for me, I, I love this person in a lot mm-hmm. of ways. Well, it's interesting because that's the whole one Harry Met Sally thing that we've always talked about. No, the bullshit. Don't bring this up. Well, it's not that I don't want to get into whether the friend, whether you can be friends with any someone of the opposite sex. I'm just saying once you develop a very strong relationship with someone, it's it's hard to just immediately see them and think that that's all totally gone just because you said it's gone. You see how he grew up. Look at that. He became a little more assertive there. He he just knocked me down a peg. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so what I was trying to get at was not that whether or not you can be friends with a, uh, with a woman and not have sex with her, but it's it's along those lines still of can you be friends with someone and be attracted to them and yet not be in a relationship with them? <clears throat> TBD, I guess. I guess TBD. My friend I interviewed before about this said that she thought that it's always going to be in the background that you're going to, if you're friends with an ex, you're always going to want to have sex with that person. For me, it has not. Listen, I was sexually attracted to her, but the question is whether you act on it. Yeah, whether you act on it and also that I'm sure that will fade with time. And also it's more the question, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Now I know of another guy who is having sex with an ex just because both of them are, are single. They don't have anybody in their lives and they had a really good sex life. So they just wanted to have sex together so they can do that. I mean, I, I think that's even harder. I think it makes it much harder, much harder. No pun intended. <laughs> All right. Is there anything uh, else you want to add on this this uh, first episode back? How do you feel about the whole thing? I think it's great, and I would love to hear from our, our listeners as if they've seen a little growth on the part of both of Karen Lee and Cam in this in the little it's, hiatus this we has took. Been, uh, I'm telling you, this has been a lot of growth between for me and our relationship together just because we've had to create more boundaries between us. Yes, at the same time. Together at last, together forever. Now, I think what we figured out is that our relationship is going to grow like every relationship grows. Every relationship grows. Hopefully it grows. If it doesn't grow, then you got issues. So since our relationship is growing and it may be in different directions at some point and it, it sometimes it's going to be together and sometimes we're going to have disagreements, it actually can make this podcast that much more enjoyable and entertaining for people to hear these differing perspectives. And I think you guys heard a good example of that today. Very good. Except that I don't think we disagree about the sleeping thing. No, I would say sleep in a different apartment if you could. <laughs> and I think you could still probably hear that. Uh, mother? <laughs> Mom? Are you fucking... <laughs> Turn it off. Turn so, it... Sometimes that could even end with a fart. Thank you. Thank you guys for tuning in. We're very happy we to be back. We are so happy to be back, and we would love a rating from you guys, in case you didn't realize it. We'd love a rating and a review and we in the a, iTunes store. Yeah, and iTunes. Go to iTunes, please. And if you want us to keep making these lovely podcasts, go to our Patreon page, P-A-T-R-E-O-N slash... Dot com. Dot com slash sex talk with my mom, and you can be one of our prized producers and suggest topics. Okay, lastly, lastly. Instagram? Nope. Lastly, we'll, we're doing more of a question-answer thing yes. these days. So we would love it if you left a voicemail for us. We'll play your question uh, we'll if, we, if we have a good response to it. 
uh, in on the show, and and we'll uh, you know keep it anonymous. We'd we'd love your question. We we it would give us something to talk about and, and uh, make this show so much better. So our number is three two three four seven two four two three seven. And in the near future, not right away, but a month or so from now, we will be having those questions come in live. Thank you guys so much. Love y'all. Ta-da. Keep spreading the love. Bye. Bye.